This, 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 is, this is Diversified, Diversified Game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. Tyson. When you're going against the odds, you've got to be creative, you've got to innovate, you've got to stand out. And AL. Focus more on execution and application and less on excuses. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and of course, A.O., and today, y'all, I want you to go to Instagram while listening to this and type in Ashley Asatu, A-S-A-T-U. She is the owner of the Yoni Day Spa. She's the founder of the HIO Collective, and she's from Oakland, California, and Graham Fam. So she automatically can be on Diversified Game, giving oh. you the game. Welcome, Ashley, to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, you know, I've been trying to have you for a minute. I, you know, I got to talk about you, Ashley, before we even start, <laughs> because mm-hmm. Ashley has been doing her thing with um, combining yoga and cannabis and just women's fitness and hygiene but i've been like come on the show and for some reason it took a it took a minute but i'm glad to have you on and timing is everything so welcome and tell the people exactly who ashley asatu is and, and what you do so thank you um so ashley asatu i am the pussy whisperer. I will help you get your pussy in order. Um, my mission is to create, you know, my own little pocket of world peace by making sure women are living their best lives orgasmically. And that can include all kind of shit. It can include the hygiene piece that you spoke about and particularly pussy steaming, yoni steaming. I hope I can say that on here. Mm. So, yeah, you can say what you want to say. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep. Um, it's our show. We call the shots. I love that. So, okay. And another part of helping women live their best orgasmic lives is being able to expand your pleasure. And a big part of that is being able to really flow in your body. So increasing your mobility, increasing your flexibility um, is definitely a part of increasing your orgasmic potential. And then sometimes there's just some blockages, some emotional, some spiritual shit that you just need to talk through. So having a community, which I call the Pussy Tribe, um, of just a whole bunch of women. And we have some men that just you're able to openly share experiences and learn from other women in a really non-judgmental, sister-friendly space. And a lot of women, you know, because I didn't have my first orgasm until I was 31, and I had been fucking since I was 15. So this shit was like, there's obviously a disconnect here. <laughs> like, I'm obviously not getting something. And I knew I wasn't the only no. woman. So essentially, that is my mission in this lifetime. How do I answer some questions? Kel, I got, I have questions. I got questions. Kel, I got questions. I got questions. And not even just because we're on the show, just because I'm inquisitive by nature. Um, so actually, I I need to know the the origins of like the of the like the, the business. Um, aside from you know the uh, the disconnect uh, from having your first orgasm at, in your thirties, um, mm-hmm. you know what, what got you like what got you started? 
um, you know, why this business, why women's health, why sexual health, why, why, why? Got it. So I wanted to be an attorney. Like, that was the path I was on. Still might even go that route. Who knows? Life is crazy. Um, but I wanted to be an attorney. I was working as a legal assistant for waste management, making super good money, um, married, had two kids, and slowly started, like, unraveling. <laughs> like, I was just, like, always fucking unhappy, going through shit in my marriage, like, not in a good mental space, and just kind of just was, like, one of those bitches that just was always complaining about shit. I was like Eeyore. One day, one of my friends was like, bitch, try some yoga. And I'm just like, what? Who the fuck does yoga? <laughs> when do I have time to do yoga? So, um, you know, I, one day I was on YouTube learning how to, like, do a hairstyle and some shit. And a yoga video was down below. And I, like, clicked on it. And I watched yoga videos literally on YouTube for, like, three months before I ever got off my couch and decided to, like, roll on the floor and try some of these yoga moves. <clears throat> so... Finally started trying yoga, and I was like, oh, this shit is lit. Like, this shit is <laughs> Why have I not been doing yoga before? So I started doing yoga every day by myself, smoking weed, listening to music, doing these yoga videos. Um, and then, like, I would post little videos on Facebook. Um, wasn't really big on Instagram. And, like, my friends would be like, oh, I want to come do some yoga with you. So they would come over. We would talk shit. We would smoke weed. We would do a little bit of yoga. And so one day my husband came home and he was, there was like three or four bitches in the living room. He was like, man, you got it. Like, if you're going to be a yoga teacher, like, you don't have to do that shit for real, for real. Because I don't want nobody getting hurt and we get sued or some weird shit. And I'm like, I'm not a yoga teacher. He was like, you're teaching fucking yoga in the living room. Look, they're here. So I was just like, huh, I, didn't, I never thought that I would be a yoga teacher or that was something that I should do. So I told one of my friends what he said she like was like damn yeah let's do it but she was the friend who had also had suggested that i do yoga in the first place <clears throat> so we looked up a yoga studio found that they had a fucking intake 200 yoga program my friend signed me up for the registration a couple weeks later we went the only two people there by then i had been doing yoga for about two years by myself I told them my story, and they were like, what? You've been doing yoga by yourself on YouTube? I didn't even have a yoga mat. And I was like, yeah, I've just been doing yoga, and now I want to teach it. And I had never been to a yoga studio either. So I was just like, it's my first time being in the yoga studio, and yeah, I want to be a yoga teacher. So they were like, okay, little black girl, we're going to give you a scholarship, and we're going to let you join the yoga program. So I did it, and then I did another one, and I realized I really like this. But I also, there was a disconnect for me because there wasn't a lot of black girls. There was definitely not a lot of people that smoked weed or listened to the kind of music that I listened to or I felt like showed up how I showed up. So it was, it was just like, how can I make this like really real for me in a way that like I don't feel like I'm doing something else that's been done. So I got paired with a specialist, one of my yoga mentors, and she's actually a pelvic floor specialist. And that just blew my mind about all this shit about the pelvic floor. And I'm like, okay, I've had a pelvic floor this whole time. And I didn't fucking know all of these exercises that I could do, all of these different breathing techniques, which as I was going through my yoga teacher training program, which is when I had my first orgasm, by the way, 
by learning how to breathe properly, learning how to relax my pelvic floor. And I was like, this is crazy. Again, I've been fucking all these years. I've been fucking, I've been watching porn, I've been reading books, I didn't know this shit. How was I not making this connection with like my brain and my pussy? That's crazy. So I really wanted to like explore that and teach that. So I created the Yogasm Experience, which is exactly what we do. We explore the connection between like our brains and our pussy and breathing and our emotions and like the the effect that of fucking someone who was like not good for you, how that can affect your pussy, how if you're continuously just doing things that are feeding yourself in a positive way, how that can affect your pussy. Like let's explore all these connections. So that's yeah, what yoga became. Please. <laughs> and, okay. and so, you know, just having a, a workshop where we can, like, women can really openly discuss it. And I was just like, it's, that just started off hella small, and people were like, this is crazy. Like, who wants to do this? But apparently a lot of women, because some of us needed an open space to talk about it because we didn't have it all figured out. So that's kind of how everything unfolded. And it just really happened really organically. It's like, one step after another. And again, I wanted to be a lawyer, so this is like not the path that I was planning on taking. <laughs> and my parents are like super strict Africans, so they're also like, you can't be posting your ass on the internet and smoking weed talking about pussy. This is not okay, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. So, um, um, and why I love doing this shit, because it's like I get to wake up every day and do exactly what I want to do and help women um, and be able to take care of myself, essentially doing what I want <laughs> based off of something that I love. And I was just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, God. That's definitely, <laughs> that's you. definitely was like, like, first and foremost, New York City needs you. I, and, love, I well, love New York. I come out there all the time. Like, the next time I come, I would love to meet listen, you. Yeah, listen, man, listen, link for sure, for sure. Like, oh my goodness, yeah, New York City, Brooklyn needs your workshop. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that's that's a that's a big fact. Um, like, I mean, from the 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 educational piece, one hundred percent. You know, the biological, you know, physiological, spiritual, one hundred percent. Because like, there's um, for whatever reason, like there's this um. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. There's this huge disconnect, especially um, in ethnic communities, where there's oh. this um, this taboo, if you will, when it comes to uh, like physicality and you know uh, sexuality. That is like ah, like that's like nah, mm-hmm. nah, yeah. nah. If you ain't making ba- if you ain't making babies, it's like don't even think about that stuff. Don't even worry about it. You know. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, I definitely orgasms tip, tip the are medicinal. <laughs> we need them. They're important. <laughs> um, but with that, go ahead, Kel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like with, I'm, I'm. I'm all in it. No, I'm no, all in it. No, <laughs> go, go, go all in, Al. You, 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 you go, 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 flow with it. Flow with it. Ask your questions. <laughs> sorry. So from the uh, like the, the the beginner perspective all the way through, mm-hmm. um, you know, people that may have like some some work some work and knowledge, like what do you find are like the the misconceptions 
um, with uh, all of the schools of thought that you bring together with this philosophy that you have for the yogasmic experience? For for me, what I, I have seen with women within like the five years that I've been doing this is really the lack. So what I like to teach or I like to have, get people to think about this concept of a sex language. Like we talk about love languages all the time, or some people talk about love languages all the time. Um, but I feel like what is your sex language? Like if you have the ability to create the ideal sexual recipe and then you want to eat that shit every fucking day, like what would it look like? And like being really intentional about crafting that. And for a lot of women, it has been like, what? <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I just kind of go along with what's happening. I've formed what my thought of pleasure based off of the experiences that I've had thus far, not the experiences that I ideally would want to create for myself. And then I base like all of these thoughts and like all, all of these, like I come up with all of these notions about sex, like what I like and what I don't like based off of these limited experiences that I've had instead of really dreaming up the experiences like that you would want to have like you're basing stuff on the experiences that you've had and so once women start talking about that they realize they've been kind of having a sex life that they didn't intentionally create it was one that they just kind of went along with so now it's just like okay well now what does that look like and really being like bold in what that looks like for you and not being swayed by what somebody else's shit looks like and the fact that you may want to i don't know how to explain it but you may want to really sometimes women want to want to please so much they'll just go along with some shit (laughs) and then be like oh well yeah i kind of like it and when you talk to women who have never had orgasms it's like how are you enjoying sex like really really Uh, (laughs) like how are you saying that you really like this if you've never fully had an orgasm Mm. and you're you know what I mean and then it's just like it's like saying that like I don't like eating Brussels sprouts but you only you've never fucking had one or like you (laughs) like Brussels sprouts but you've never fucking had one so you don't really know like you're basing this off of like there's so many women that actually have not had orgasms they've they've been like in a pleasurable state but never actually achieved orgasm and you've had babies you've gotten married like all kinds of shit. And wow, indeed. <laughs> you know, and so it's just like you're basing your sex life off of something you've really never really fully experienced. Mm-hmm. So, and then for women who have like, if you have all this trauma around sex, it's like, oh God, then there's like all of that that you have to unpack. <laughs> it's just, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong though. I mean, a lot of it, you know, you're talking about the trauma. It, it, a lot of it is mental. A lot of it is mm-hmm. you know, what you will and what you won't put up with. And what yes. we, we train guys to do, and I'm so serious about this, um, and, and, you know, any kids listening, you bypass this because this is business, but this is grown folk business today, <laughs> is that before – she should be finished or close to being finished. I like to say finished before you get started. That's a real thing. And that's all in the um, people say, oh, you mean the foreplay? I mean the conversation. 
I mean, the environment when she walks in or when you walk in, is there something in your hand when you're going into somebody's house um, or when you're, you know, married? Because this, this is good married folks game. Um, is our things mm-hmm. together? Are kids taken care of or does she have to work and then come take care of kids and cook? I mean, it's hard to orgasm when you're dead tired for anybody. It is. You know. <laughs> So, so we, we and, and also dealing with people's trauma and understanding that you know many women have have gone through things and and men folks say oh and men yes. gone through it okay, yes. and men yes. so you got to get and your head men. right before it gets in the game. Mhm. There's there's a lot there's a lot to unpack and and with sex there's there's so much there like people like sexual even sexual compatibility shit. The fact that when women are having sex, they're getting infections. They're, oops, sorry. They're getting infections. They're getting sick. For a woman who is just like, every time you have sex, it's constantly painful. I mean, there's so many. There's so, and exactly what you said. A lot of shit is mental. A lot of things are like old thought patterns that produce old solutions. But if you keep thinking that or going to an experience with that thought pattern, you're going to keep getting the same results. And you're like, how can I? Right. Like, why am I stuck in this rut? Like, there's so many levels of sexuality that needs to be unpacked but even just just sex like there's there's levels to sex there's levels to like being actually like in bliss and so many women want to like really be in a blissful and and men people in general and and I feel like the yoga as an experience is a great way to like for women to just unapologetically start imagining what expanding their pleasure actually looks like in in real life not just like in theory because we can read all these books but like in practice like in my everyday life and it's just like okay if my hips are tight and I want to have better orgasms like what the fuck does that look like what the fuck do I need to do and it's just like these exercises (laughs) breathe this way if you're having mental blocks and like you don't you, you can't rethink new things it's just like do these exercises practice on clearing your mind this way so like really trying to give people because for me I need to instead of just reading about something I need to like well well, how do I do it like step a (laughs) step b real results um because we want to go from point a which is you know whatever state of pleasure we're already in into like this full blissful situation that is just like you are everyone is happier when you're getting an orgasm (laughs) now like I can see all that unhappiness is because that you're not having orgasms they're medicinal like you need the fucking release so people will be so much happier with the frequent orgasms in their life and understanding how to do it on demand over and over and over and not just men because I know you guys kind of got that down. <laughs> you guys got I the orgasm it, thing down. <laughs> I'm hearing, I get an alert sometimes. Ding, 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 ding. And it's from the hater alert. And they're mm-hmm. saying, okay, I'm looking at Ashley on Instagram. She's fit and fabulous. Do I have to be fit and fabulous oh, to God obtain, no. obtain this? That's no. And that's, well, first, thank you. Um, and second, second, I feel like there's, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to feel like there's levels to what 
fit and fabulous is and, and what that looks like on you and what that looks like on me because, you know, I used to be 50 pounds heavier and where some people were like, oh, she looks fit, but I wasn't, I didn't fit, like that wasn't fit and fabulous for me. I was, I didn't feel good in my body. Like I couldn't move and flow and breathe and be, be like mobile in my body, like how I am now. So for me, it's just like getting to whatever your fit and fabulous is and fucking owning that shit. And it might look completely different <laughs> on a completely different body type, but there's a lot of smaller body people that are able to do things that I can't do. And a lot of like larger body women that I'm like, Oh, that core is strong. <laughs> that flexibility is on one. So it's just like, that's, that's, um, that's a limiting thought that someone thinks it's like, because if anybody else got some shit and they can do it, shit, please believe you can do the same thing in, in your lane, in your flavor and shit, still be fucking fly as shit. So to that, I guess I would be like, thank you. And you can be fit and fabulous too. <laughs> in a way that works for your package, shit, and own that shit. Because we okay. all so magical. That works. That works. That works. That works. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, yeah, so in your profile, um, uh, what the heck? Yeah, wanted to ask about, oh, yeah, the, uh, your Yoni, uh, day spa business and, mm -hmm. um, what is, what is it? Um, <laughs> mission, you know, credo, that sort of thing. Okay, so the Yoni Day Spa um, is essentially something that I created after teaching the yoga as an experience for a couple years because I realized that a big issue, another issue with women that women were having sexually is like they weren't as healthy as they could have been. Um, okay. Meaning, you know, periods are super fucking painful. Um, dealing with cysts, fibroids, endometriosis, um, dealing with the fact that your doctor is telling you that they may need to, like, burn the lining of your uterus out because you bleed too much or take the whole uterus out together. You know, like, this is some shit that will fuck up how you fuck. <laughs> this is some shit that mentally some women are dealing with thinking, like, what's wrong with my pussy? Am I broken? Like, this, right. this really affects how you how you feel fabulous and like present yourself as a woman. If you feel like you're struggling to have kids, you keep having miscarriage after miscarriage and no one can tell you why. Or every time um, you have a period, it's painful to the fact that you're like, what's going on? And then you find out that like you have a womb full of fibroids. And that's why, that's the reason why you've been gaining weight and you don't feel good and all of this stuff. Or now you have cervical cancer or your baby daddy gave you chlamydia. You know, like there's, there's like all these things that can like be unhealthy with your pussy that affects how you feel sexually and fully as a woman. And so, and a lot of women are going to the doctor and a lot of women understand hygiene. And it's just like, so it's not because it's like, oh, she's nasty or no one taught her or you don't have health insurance. It's like, no, these women are seeking help and not getting it, which is even more frustrating because a lot of doctors tell them it's in their head until you find out that you have a womb full of trash. And now you got to figure out how to like rework that. So I was seeing this with a lot of black women. And I was like, this, wait a minute. 
you know, I have an 11-year-old daughter, and I need to make sure that she has she has the knowledge that she needs to be able to heal herself. So I really started like this. I got and I got to save myself for shit. I don't want to be one of these women who the doctor's telling me later on I gotta I have something wrong with my womb. So right, I started researching holistic practices, and that's how I came up on yoni seeming. I got certified and trained in that. And I realized the more research that I was doing, it was like a lot of black women who were <clears throat> losing their wounds. I was getting a lot of women coming in once I did open my spa that were young, like in their late 30s, and their doctors are telling them that they need to have hysterectomies, partial hysterectomies. I'm like, if you keep taking all these melanated uteruses <laughs> out <laughs> of women, I just right, know, right, right. It's gonna shift some shit later on. So, well, how can I offer a solution? And opening the Oni Day Spa and adding another component to the Yogasm experience where we get really real about pussy health um, and how to heal ourselves so that we know how to heal our daughters and our aunts and like we can share this knowledge was kind of how that came about. And that's the mission of that because if you teach anybody something, <laughs> They will, nine times out of ten, if they hear somebody else saying that they have this issue, they'll be like, girl, I know what you can do. <laughs> Try this. And it's been good. I love, I mean, I've been doing this business for about two years. I've helped, and it was, this wasn't my intention. I've helped a lot of women have babies who, like, apparently doctors were telling them that they were infertile, and all they had was a little bit of shit that needed to be steamed out the uterus. <laughs> so I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. I... <laughs> I didn't, I, you know, I never expected that to be a thing. I just wanted to help women not have painful periods, have better sex, and to understand this information about yoni seeming so that, like, we can continue to teach other women because this is information that we've had for many years, but for whatever reason, women stopped doing it. So it's like, let's, let's relearn this practice and reincorporate it into our lives, especially instead of putting our daughters on birth control because their periods are too heavy, like, mm -hmm. let's, why don't you just introduce her to vaginal steaming? It could be something she does with her mother, you know, save her the, because it's like all those hormones that they're putting into these little girls. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that shit is right. I also think that go, that's a, a great way go, <laughs> to, you know. Go deeper. Actually, yeah. so go so go deeper in that know, because the you steaming have a lot of women. Mm -hmm. No, go deeper because the steaming the people aren't doing the steaming. From my understanding, is because you know medi uh, medicine changes every day, and what's healthy today tomorrow is looked you know frowned upon. So talk about why you know or, or, or why steaming isn't as popular and all this um this new stuff has taken place is it money is there you know is there are were people doing it wrong or is there some new technology where people can do it right is, is that what they'll learn when they they hit you up so i think that it's probably a, honestly a combination of of all these things it's like when the modern woman a lot of women are busy and they like this concept of steaming your pussy sounds fucking weird. And they're like, I don't want to do that. That sounds weird. There are OBGYNs who 
speak out against Yoni Sini because they, they are saying that like it sounds weird. Like what the what the fuck? It's kind of medical. There's a lot of medical procedures that they do that sound weird to me, but I mean they do it and they have scientific evidence behind it. So the woman who I am trained in yoni steaming has been doing this for over 15 years, and she has like over 3,000 case studies of how yoni steaming has helped women all over the world, and she is turning it like into medical research. So it's like there is medical research out there that doctors can pull from. So they aren't giving incorrect information to women who are very gullible and like do everything that their doctor says. Like my mother is a foreign woman, a foreign African woman, but she will do everything the fucking doctor tells her because in her eyes, the doctor is the authority. And a lot of people will blindly follow their doctor's orders. There have been um, actually some some medical professionals who are getting to understand that yoni steaming is an ancient practice and by like by trying it out themselves realize that like oh this actually does have benefits and are starting to offer them in their medical practices there's a lot of acupuncturists um um a couple of chiropractors who are now starting to offer yoni steaming because they're realizing that you know it, it has a medical benefit. So it's it's getting on. But I think this whole thing of just like women sometimes just feel like it's weird. And it's like they're modern and we don't have to do like ancient things because now I can go to the doctor and I can get an antibiotic. I can, I can get a, you know, I can put, take a pill for that. So it's kind of like this and this culture or not this culture, but this need of wanting things to be immediate um, and yoni steaming is really something like if you have an issue that this should be like a consistent practice. Like for my clients who are having issues with fertility, some of them have been with me for like two years since I've since I opened my business. Um, and it's like being on a consistent pussy protocol. Some people want shit to happen immediately. And it's like you don't want to invest the time that it takes to see like to live in a state of wellness so that you see like real change in your fucking DNA to like actually heal yourself. And so I just am like, <laughs> I'm glad that there is a shift now of people to being like, okay, I know I need to change the way I'm eating, the way I'm thinking, the, the things that I'm doing on a daily basis so that I see these health results five years, 10 years. And I think it's honestly easier to work with kids. Because I'm not trying to convince nobody. I'm not a car salesman. I Like, if you want to keep your pussy toxic, <laughs> girl, I am not going to, like, be handing out flyers in the street. But I feel like if I can teach more younger girls, like, as soon as a girl gets her period, introduce her to the concept of steaming. Then it's just like, you know, we can just change that shift back that way. And also, there's, like, a lot of women who just feel like the birth control is just the way to go and birth control cuts off how you connect with your body birth control cuts off the natural detox process of your body and i get it there's a lot of reasons that women use birth control to regulate hormones to help heal other things and but seeming can also help with most of those things that women take birth control for so again when women want to argue with me about birth control i'm like girl stay on that shit if you want Keep your IUD, like, <laughs> you know, you can do that. But if you also want to learn a different way of still being able to control whether or not you have a baby, but being completely healthy 
and making sure that you can have your womb for the next 80, 90 years, however you live until you die, I think is a little bit better than, you know, it's like long-term thinking over short-term thinking. But again, I'm just here to provide the information. And then from there, well, people actually, can make an educated decision. <laughs> actually, the birth control for, for older women, um, you know, anyone 18 and above, that's what I mean by older women, could be, you know, mm-hmm. what if they have a man or not in their life. Because if you say there's an alternative, I done broke through two birth controls. And, you know, working on a new one saying, hey, um, you know, I, I don't think birth control works when you, you're working with um, this Okanda DNA. But, Mm-mm. I mean, is there Mm-mm. a way? Yes. Yes. Stop you from having look, children? Look, seeming, when I tell you, seeming is plan A. Okay, plan B pills, don't fucking do it. What is plan A is understanding your body, understanding when the fuck you ovulate. And if you happen to get pregnant, you can steam that baby the fuck out. That is not a popular thing to say, so you know. But again, teaching women that you have full fucking control of your body. Yes, steaming can help you not be pregnant. Steaming can help you get pregnant. See, the, the way that steaming helps you, because it's not okay for pregnant women to steam. I get pregnant women, I'm like, can I steam? Girl, no. Not if you want that baby to stay inside your belly. Okay, steaming is not. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> okay, and the reason why is steaming relaxes the cervix. The steam goes up the vaginal canal, which is, you know, the muscular tube, the penis, finger, dildo, whatever the fuck goes into. goes up the muscular tube. It starts to relax the walls of the vagina. The longer you steam, the steam will start to relax the cervix. Once the cervix is relaxed, the cervix starts to open up and soften. So the steam also increases circulation and blood flow. All of those things promote bringing down a period. So for women who like their periods are delayed, you know, you're like, my period should have started on Tuesday and it's Friday. Because, again, if you're tracking your period and you know your fucking body, these are things that you know. So we ain't got to play these games because we've grown. Yeah, we don't have to play those games. And if this is a decision that you want to make, it's just like you can steam. Steam and your period will come. I've helped. I've helped. I've seen it happen. I've helped women do it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm like, there's fucking no need for birth control. Wow, Al, were you, were you hip to the game? Man, this is, we we need Ashley on for some more episodes, like. And see, look, I know, oh, look, I know people are gonna be mad, Lord Jesus, but it's it is what it is. You can you can. This is it's it's understanding your body. Understanding, you it's just. The world, if you listen, actually is ours for, for for the next little bit. I'll I'll, I'll play you I'll play you over some Uno. We need to play over some Spades, actually. <laughs> we we winning though. Man, yeah, you know I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm just I just want people to know this information so that you like 
Because, again, people out here making decisions, like, based not knowing all the, the facts that are the options that they have. Imagine if you knew all the options you had. Would you still make the same decision? Shit. Sometimes no. <laughs> so, you know. What was the I biggest? Just, go ahead. In, 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 your, in, your weight, in your weight loss um, and, uh-huh. and, and getting in better health, what was your biggest, like, what, was it the food? Was it the yoga? Was it the weed? What, what helped you the most? Um, losing that weight? How, how'd you do it? That's a big thing that everyone has, you know, their opinions on, but how did you do it? So I really lost the weight by creating my own little like workout programs that consisted of, I mean, cause I was, you know, a dancer. Um, I used to, you know, ballet, tap, jazz, fucking all these things growing up so I was always really active um but things happened and I just got lazy and I realized like okay I don't I need to do a little bit of cardio but I wanted to like you know I can get super skinny because I'm small like I'm I'm only five five I'm pretty narrow so I can like drop weight really quickly so I didn't want to do too much, but I wanted to, like, do something that was, like, again, that I can be consistent every day. Because I believe that, like, doing something consistent daily is better than doing something, like, super strenuous, like, every once a week or once whatever. So um, I started just, like, researching different methods of, like, working out. And I, I came up on this thing called Tabata, or it might be Tabata. I'm not sure. But oh, it's this concept oh, yeah, Tabata, of just, yeah. like, yeah, you know, like, high-intensity training so I just created my own little 15 minute workout that I could do every every day and within like you know three months I like had completely dropped the weight I also did really change my diet um one of the yoga training programs that I went through we had to be like raw vegan for like the duration. And I didn't know that shit because I had just ate in and out on my way there. I was like, oh my God, raw vegan. That's, <laughs> that's extreme. <laughs> like, and they were like, no weed. I was like, oh God, that's pushing it. I, I can do the raw vegan thing, but I need my weed. So um, doing that, like I realized like, oh, I could just eat plants and, you know, some other shit. Like I ate a lot of salmon, but I really just change my diet like I stopped eating a lot of cookies and and cakes um like I was like a cheesecake addict like I was eating cheesecake for nations every day it was like that's why you're gaining weight this is ridiculous you need to stop so I just stopped all that shit and did 15 minutes of exercise a day and within you know three four months I could see the difference in my body and I was like oh shit this is this is great and I just continued to eat like to to do all those things but there's also for me like the flip side that I like to address is because I, I don't have the, I'm not a bigger bodied woman, but I do struggle realizing now because I'm like working all the time. I have this issue with like, I might not eat. So I've been realizing that I need to be a lot more, uh, very intentional about nourishing myself and not working all the time because I started realizing like, oh, I'm losing a lot more weight. I'm doing yoga every day. I'm teaching classes. I'm flying all over the place. And I was struggling for that with that. So, like, for women who are on the other side of the spectrum, who, like, you understand how to be healthy and fit and could, like, get an exercise regimen that works for you, but then you start, you start not 
take you don't take care of yourself and you start losing more weight and people will be like oh you look good but then your parents might be like are you sick you need a biscuit what's happening um really making (laughs) sure that like because because you know all these weird ass diets that like people are following now that shit will have you malnourished (laughs) like so really making sure that like you know you don't get too extreme with like all this like dieting shit like just do like 15 minutes of some kind of physical exercise a day and over time be patient shit be patient like over time you will see results i used to get emails from people like i want to lose 30 pounds in two weeks like girl what that's crazy <laughs> no i don't i can't help you do that if you want to lose that shit like i i'm, I'm not that trainer you know we're going to do this shit real gradual so that that would be my advice i don't know who's going to help but there it is and, and you're you're pushing real hard on, on Instagram. You, you, you're doing your thing. I know, um, you know, I, I want to almost say from the beginning, I said, I, I see the million dollars in what you're doing. So <laughs> we, we talked Word. back and forth. Um, but I know, and I'm going to get on you because we just don't get the game, but we give it. Why had, did you start the YouTube and then stop and, and didn't stay consistent? Now we, we, we're going somewhere. Oh damn! Okay. Oh, that's what we're going this morning. I I fuck with it because um okay accountability because I was taking on way too much and I wasn't I wasn't um getting help and I just I had too much and I wasn't able to do everything that I felt like well so that 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 definitely drops the fuck off. And that was in that time where I wasn't taking care of myself. I'm like not eating right and not doing things. It's just like, shit, I just didn't have the brain power to, to put out that extra source of content. So I was leaving money on the table. I got a personal okay. assistant now. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, that, is, that is on our to-do list for me to start making more content. And also because I'm realizing people ask me the same questions over and over and I make a fucking video. <laughs> I have the answer. An easy solution. So I'm uh, getting out of my own way. So, uh, you know, thank you for reminding me again that I need to do that. Yeah, no, no. No, it's it's all good. I appreciate it. In in full disclosure, when when we, you know, when Ashley was starting and we were talking about her, you know, getting yoga mats and all this. And she's like, you know, can you know, how much is it to hire you? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm just talking to my grambling family because uh, my prices, I've been told since, you know, the beginning have been too high. And I know with new business, you need all the capital to put into the product and you have to mm-hmm. learn the system. And, and we do do things for people. And I try to work with budgets, but things just have to make sense for all parties. Um, because, you know, I, I need to travel um, to be able to do things for clients. I have to be here. I have to be there. But so Ashley is on that journey, but I could see this even on a shark tank. Um, you know, ABC would say, hey, can you clean it up? And, yeah, she can't clean it up. This is Grambling family, her husband as well. You know, Harvard of the South, Grambling, we can do it either way. So when you hear her talking so freely, don't be so judgmental. Like, hey, where'd, she, where'd they find her at? They found it right there where you're going to find it on Instagram and you're going to buy it for your wife or you're going to get it for yourself. So your husband gets closer to the box 
because so many people complain. I don't get it when people complain about sex. That's just not a problem that I've ever had in my life, mm-hmm. uh, nor has a partner had. Now, if you you know, we'll complain about complaining though. I mean, we're crazy as mm-hmm. everybody else, but. Mm-hmm. You know, what you're doing is really, I mean, it's like you said, um, healing inside and out. And so the next challenge is now the book and also mm-hmm. the full, you know, documentary or movie, however you want to put it. Yeah, I'm there. All of that. All of it. That is what's next. Yeah, that 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 has that has to come, and and once you get to you come back to New York, you know, AL show you around Brooklyn and show you the 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 women. I mean that you know that 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 really need that, especially in that snow. I can only imagine, you know, they 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 need some of those products. There's so many products that she has online for men and women. But Ashley, tell the people, and I'll let AL jump in, um, you know, for any final wrap up. How do you deal with men being in the same in in the circle? Because you said you know you guys have men and women. How I mean, what mm-hmm. role does a man play in this? And how you know is is it for every session men can come? Because I can only imagine some guys just showing up, just you know, treat treating it as a dating circle, even though I know you bet them. But how does that work with men and women in the same circle talking about pussy? So um, it's worked beautifully, actually. Um, so, so I, the yoga experience, is a female-centered space, but I allow men to come um, because I feel like they, it's good for them to understand, for those who are actually trying to understand, like, to get it because everybody don't got it. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Every every man isn't having your experience to where it's just like, oh, every partner he's with is achieving pleasure and bliss. Um, or maybe even for themselves. So if a man comes, he's definitely going to learn, but he's also going to participate. And I make it very clear that, um, you know, this is a female-centered space that you are allowed to join. So we don't need you mansplaining shit. But you are welcome to learn. You are welcome to give your fucking, you know, to share, to share your lived experiences, and and you know you're welcome, and and you're also welcome to be able to be in a space with a lot of women and to be seen as something other than a fucking predator. You're 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 also changing the way women feel about certain men being in intimate spaces and being able to feel safe. So that's why I like like having men there, and I've been blessed to like I've never had a situation where a man was on some creep shit, where he's made any woman feel uncomfortable. They've always been there to learn. A lot of men, um, when I when I actually in Brooklyn, a group of men came by themselves. There were like four or five of them. Um, I've had men come with their with their partner. Um, but I've also had men just come by themselves, and then they'll always email me like. I bought a ticket. I want to make sure this is cool. And I'm just like, I feel like that's dope that there's men out there that are really like, they really want to learn because everybody doesn't have this knowledge. Like we kind of assume that people understand, especially that, you know, a lot of men of color kind of 
they have, you know, they feel like there's a lot of pressure on them sexually. So, shit, I never really thought about that. I was like, oh, really? Let me know your struggle. I didn't didn't think about that. Um, (laughs) And there's a lot of men that have also had trauma. Like, I didn't know how many men was getting raped by, like, molested by babysitters. I was like, oh, bitches was really out here touching y'all like that? Like, wow. I, I had never really thought about that so you know because i i'm so immersed in like oh female trauma and all this shit like not thinking like there's a whole other flip of the coin with that so i think it's been dope by to be able to see you know men just being like in these spaces and for also for women who like most of their experiences with men have just been like not positive to not feel any kind of threatened. Like, no, you're not going to add to the victim story here because you didn't have that experience. So you can add, now you can have another experience with a man in the female space and see that, like, you know, shit. Now, all men are like that. So just making that yep. that thought shift for a lot of women also changes something in their pussy. Like, oh, shoot, okay. <laughs> okay. And for, for the audience who, who think, might think, okay, Wait, men have been abused. Hold on, I thought you were some type of, you know, uh, man, man basher. Men think a lot about sex. I mean, you have so many men taking supplements before spraying stuff yeah. here, taking pills, mm-hmm. and, and these are men I in their twenties. Yes, yes, and they sell yeah, that to the Seven Eleven and shit, and then poppers and all this. Shit. I'm like, what is going on? I did not know this was a this was an issue for y'all. <laughs> but but you're right. You know what? This, but but what's crazy is Ashley. The issue for the men is still in the head because most mm-hmm. women aren't tripping about a two hour session. I mean, you do have some who right. you know, have their own, their own needs, but it's in the head, and that things can be done. You could be a one minute man and still get her off. But the fact that the communication and you have to know each other and grow. And, you, and I want y'all to go check out Ashley on all her stuff because she'll have the, the YouTube and her own podcast very shortly because um, I'm going to keep talking about her. But I know Danielle had, 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 had a question as our time winds down. Yes, Ashley, definitely would like to thank you for your time, your mind, and your, and your insight. No, you're most welcome, most welcome. And as we, um, you know, bring bring the game to a close, what we like to do is uh, dive in just a little bit deeper uh, with our guests and ask them, um, in terms of uh, giving back and community, um, what does your community give back or what would you like to do as a give back to the community? Um, what my community gives back, what I would love to do is um, – continue to offer more workshops and possibly just just more services in different cities to get women to like understand like what vaginal steaming is to get them together teach them how to do it understand what it is so that they can then teach somebody else um i really want to be able to impact women's sexual health and and all the stuff that that entails on a real like like grassroots level just by like like how can how many women can I like touch and get this information to 
that is what I would like love to give back to the community because if we have this information just like you guys didn't know the whole thing about standing to start your period that would change so many women's lives and men yeah that's like a whole other topic but yeah it's also good for prostate health and a lot of black men get in prostate cancer so you know we want y'all to thrive we want you to live too we're gonna have to have you on again, Ashley. Talk about men's that's semen. A that's a whole. That's a whole different. I mean, I, I'll be honest. You, we we're gonna talk off air, see where we go, because uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm I, I almost you know anything about the semen for man. Yeah, we we we'll get into that. Y'all y'all want to know more about that? That's more reason to email and set up an appointment. Um, and I'm gonna say a paid appointment with Ashley. She may have some free 99 or bring you on her show to talk about certain things, but that men's theming, a great storyteller always leaves you wanting more. And I hope you guys go reach out to Ashley. Her info will be in the description box. Ashley, we thank you for your time. Tell tell your, your, your grambling man what's up and that um, you know, we appreciate everything that you're doing, and we'll, we'll talk Thank off air more. Okay. Thank you for having me. So I think this is a good place to stop our dialogue for this episode and allow you, the listeners, to join the conversation and keep the dialogue going with us online. You can do so by visiting our social media at Facebook, Diversified Game Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter, Game Diversified online diversifiedgames.com in your life with the people around you and or join our patreon and get some nice perks for being involved if you found a nugget and are like today's episode you might as well leave a review and if you leave a review you might as well share it if you share it you might as well subscribe and as always thanks for your support Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game Podcast with Kellen, Tyson, and AL. The number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifyGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.